beautiful friends. Welcome to the Arise to Life podcast, where we share real and raw conversations about our sometimes crazy, but always beautiful kind of lives. I'm Madison. Hey, it's Jill. It's me, Sarah. And hey, it's Ashlyn. And we are so excited that you're joining us today. Our desire is to encourage every girl in every season to arise to the abundant life that is waiting for her. Whether you're wrestling your toddlers or having a cup of coffee, we're here to come alongside of you and share the ups and downs of our faith, friendship, and everything in between. Hey everyone, welcome to our Raw Reel this week. So for those of you who don't know what a Raw Reel is, it's basically just we take you know, one segment between our regular episodes to just kind of share a testimony of the way that God works in our everyday lives. Um, we're all about being raw and real at Arise to Life, and we just want to share a glimpse into our life with all of you guys. And so we just look for Him. We're, we're believers that He doesn't just work in the church, in the four walls of the church, but He speaks to us in our everyday life. And so we all just want to share something that God is doing in our life this week. And so I'm going to go first. This week, I was in a kind of a session with a few people, and I don't want to go into detail about what the session was about just because it's not my story to tell, but I do want to share just a little glimpse into it of what the Lord spoke to me. So in the session was Melanie Long, and she's such a warrior. She's amazing, but she was counseling someone, and they were just having a really, really hard time and just really struggling through some things and a little bit angry and frustrated and scared and just in this place emotionally and Melanie looked at this person and said can I just come give you a hug my heart is breaking for how conflicted you are right now and the person was like yeah and she walks over and she gives this person a hug and immediately everything about the room changed and the way that she loved on this person was just so incredibly powerful and it just reminded me that love is where it's at Mm -hmm. that you know scripture tells us that it's our greatest commandment and the reason i believe the reason love is our greatest commandment is because it's so powerful and it can cast out every fear and it overcomes every sin and it's just such an incredible thing and i think it's one of our most powerful weapons and so god just reminded me this week that even if I get everything else wrong, if I'm loving well, then I'm living the way he wants me to live. Yeah. That's good. That's so good. Yeah. And Melanie, she's special. She is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can go next, I guess. So as many of you know, moving to camp and all the things that have come with it has just been a crazy ride in itself and has um, caused me a lot of like surrender and just laying down a lot of things that were really special to me and so this week um we have become debt free um and we sold our house and just paid off a loan that we had and so the lord just reminded me that even though the things were hard and there was you know obedience isn't always easy but the lord always has blessing on the other side of obedience and so take the next step if you feel like the lord's calling you somewhere, asking you to do something because he has something special for you on the other side of that. Yes. And on the other side of that obedience. And so we're getting to walk in that now and it feels really good. It feels so free. And I don't know. It's just, it's always worth it. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's good. I love that how obedience is actually brings freedom really. Yeah, Yeah, it does. Mine is, it's a struggle that I've had most of my life and it's, it has to do with my health and my weight and um, we, I recently, just this week, I don't know if you guys know, but I work out. 
I work and, out. Yeah. <laughs> and I started going to the gym this week, and instantly, uh, before we even left for the gym, Madison and I text her, and I'm like, now listen, I don't have any cute clothes, workout clothes. <laughs> I don't know how to work out. I don't like the gym. I don't like blah, blah, blah. And she was like, seriously? Like, that's what she sent to me. But already the enemy was, like, creating a narrative in my mind that I was overweight, like, how dare I walk into a gym those were the things that were running in my mind before like that night and into that morning and on the way I'm like I went in and the deal was it was just like once I seen how the enemy was speaking to me and what the lies that he was telling me then I was like I'm doing it anyways right and that's just the that's our walk you just do it anyways even when the enemy is lying to you Mm -hmm. and we met another friend there and she was real sweet and it was just what I needed she was like she texted me afterwards and was like you look like you've been in the gym for a while and I had no idea what I was doing but I looked like I did so that's important too. yeah Yeah. I think it's it's important to remember that the enemy attacks the things that we're doing that are most valuable. Yeah. And so whenever you feel like he's starting to lie to you and he's starting to tell you these things, that's even more reason to push forward because you know what you're stepping into is valuable and he doesn't want you there. And if he doesn't want you there, you you're want to be there. in the right spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And he also puts isolation in our minds like, oh, I'm the only one going through this or I'm the yeah. only one that's look that looks like this or does this. And we walked into the gym and – Every woman in there was a real woman. Mm-hmm. Like, there were no bodybuilders in there. You know what I mean? Everyone go was there I working mean, on their me. health. Right, <laughs> except for you. Sarah was right. the first. <laughs> <laughs> My raw reel is interesting. Does that surprise anybody? No. Okay. <laughs> so, we expect it of you. Yeah. Um, gosh, the other day, so, I was working at one of the cabins here at camp, and I had Tatum and Eden, and they're playing outside. They're exploring, looking at all the things. You know, they had flowers at one point and um, acorns at another point. And then Sweet Tatum <laughs> comes up to me and says, just so casually, too, it was amazing, really. And he said, you know, I had this dead mouse, and I was playing with it, but I can't find it anywhere. And I'm like, resurrection. He probably did. He probably did. He I was like, Tatum, like, stop looking for it. Like, you need to forget about this mouse. That's disgusting, and I'm going through all these things. And then not too long later, Eden comes up with two what she thinks are some kind of rocks. And she looks at me and goes, Mom, look at these. These are really cool. And I'm looking at them and expecting them, and I'm like, Eden, I think that's poop. And she's like, no, Mom, they're really cool rocks. I'm like, Eden, no, that's poop. And even Jeff is like, yeah, I don't think you want that. So she... Like, throws them down after a while, and then she comes back, and she, and she like, licked her hand. I'm like, you're oh. disgusting. Is <laughs> like, that what's... part necessary? It's, it's very <laughs> important to the story, yes. Okay. <laughs> She's building her <laughs> immune system. And then, so that happened. That was the second disgusting thing that happened. And then, so a little time goes on, and I see them both running back with what I thought was, like, a it looked like plastic for some reason. Like, a big thing of plastic in... The closer they got, I realized that it was a dead armadillo shell. And I'm like, what is happening right now? Like, this is in a span of a few hours, these three disgusting things they have. And so I'm like, I'm like, okay, we're leaving. Forget it. Like, we're done. I don't know. I don't know what else you can find, but we're not staying to find out. (laughs) Um, I started thinking that, I mean, we go through life and we have things that 
we really like or we think are really cool or they're really desirable, but really they're trash. Like yeah. they're disgusting and, yeah. and they're things that we think are going to bring joy to us or value to us or make someone else happy. And they're not most of the time. You know yeah. what I mean? The enemy uses things to look really desirable. Like we really need these things and we just don't want to let go of them. But they looked fun to them. Yeah, yeah. they looked fun and they yeah. were disgusting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They were treasures to them. Yeah. yeah. But it was harmful. If they would have mm-hmm. kept those they things or yeah. ate those things, that would have... So more like the goodness, story, they didn't eat those if you're things. holding on to a chunk of poop, let it go. Yeah. That's yes. short, Jill. Yeah. I think I that's mean, it's a good, good one. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> Imagine babies. Hey, moral of the story, too, is the Lord can literally give us a message or speak to us in... Anything. Yeah. If he can speak to us through armadillo shells and poop, yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. don't be afraid to be like, Lord, what do you want to tell me yeah. today? What he, he wants, wants to. He does. Yeah. He yeah. wants yeah. to speak to us and everything. So, yeah. So let go of the things you don't need. There's always a blessing from obedience. Uh, when the enemy is telling you not to go, that's when you should go. And let's go out and love and just pour love on everybody. So thank you all for listening. We love you guys and we appreciate your support. Bye. 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 Bye.